Good morning, Hilltoppers. How you doing? Welcome to the Hilltop Broadcast. This is your humble servant, uh, Pastor Leo Fuqua Jr. the Mighty Hill Mission Baptist Church in Decatur, Alabama. We're starting off this week. This is Holy Week heading into Easter. And so I want to uh, move to a point where we can show people and help you understand uh, why Jesus is so important as our high priest. Uh, it's, we, we really don't understand what he has procured for us by going to Calvary and dying on the cross. He has secured for us spiritual graces and blessings. And oftentimes we walk through life not knowing that these things are available to us for our daily living. And this is why so many people struggle because um, we are not tied into uh, allowing Christ to lead us on a day-to-day basis. And so we want to go to Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Uh, And we want to look at verse 14 and a few of the following. Uh, It says, See... This is what is, is, is mentioned here in verse 16. It says, Let us therefore come bold into the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Wow, isn't that something? And so as we look at this, Jesus is our high priest. He's over your life. He's, he's, he's praying for you. He's interceding for you. And oftentimes we worry and, and, and thrash about in life not knowing that Jesus is there uh, for us to utilize as a high priest to fellowship with. And so as we understand this, we need to know that as we go into Holy Week, the whole point of Easter is knowing that Jesus died and paid the price for us, that we may get to know him in our infirmity and our weaknesses. So many of you think, so many of us feel that we have to be strong all the time. But if that's the case, we wouldn't need a Savior. And so as we look at uh, what this message uh, entails for us now, we need to understand something, that we have a high priest, people, and he's already in the heavens and he's at God's right hand right now, Jesus, the Son of God. And so in times of frustration, don't give up. Look at the last clause of that of this scripture text. It says, let us hold fast our profession. Brothers and sisters, this is not the time for us to give up because things may be difficult. This is not the time to feel like throwing in the towel because uh, we've had enough of whatever's going on. Uh, we need to understand, hold on to your faith. Satan wants to sift you. Remember one time when Jesus was talking with Peter and Peter expressed how much he uh, believed in Jesus. And Jesus told Peter, said, Peter, Satan desires to have you, to sift you like wheat. 
He wants to separate you from your faith. And I want to say to all of us, our tribulations and our trials, Satan wants to wants to shake your faith, wants to make you turn them loose from God. But I encourage you this morning, hold on to your profession. He said, a lot of people won't make it in because they want to turn away from God. But we've got to understand, we've got to look to him, we've got to cling to him, even in our struggles, because he is there for us. He is a high priest. He intercedes for us. Now let's look at verse 15. Excuse me. <clears throat> verse 15 says, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmness. Let's, let's, let's stop right here at this first part of this verse. So we have a high priest that is able. Oh, glory to God. Somebody need to know that. We don't have, we're not, we don't have somebody that's marking time or just wearing a title and not able to perform the duties that they've been assigned to do. But they are very capable of doing everything that the office of the priesthood requires. That means intercession for the people. That means prayers in the midst of their infirmities. So we have a high priest that understands your situation. Oh, glory. He knows where you are. He knows what you're facing. And he's at God's right hand now, interceding for you. He's withholding the forces of evil from completely overrunning your life and destroying your faith. We have a high priest that understands, look what it says, which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmity. That's our weakness. He, he knows our weakness. I remember the first time that this text uh, was illuminated in my spirit. And I thought about some of the things that I felt that I knew were wrong. And the Lord, the spirit uh, uh, communicated with me that the Lord knows my weaknesses. And so it comforted me to know that I don't have to try to be something that I'm not. And be everything that I am because the Lord understands me completely and totally. But look what this, what this last clause says. But was in all points tempted like as we are. Isn't it amazing that you think that Jesus was tempted in the way that you've been tempted? I know some of you don't want to say it loudly, but he understands your most shameful temptation. He knows all about it. But you got to understand, he's not using it against you. He's using it to let you know that he still loves you and wants to help you. And so he was tempted where you have fallen, yet he is without sin. Oh, glory to God. And here's where our prayer life is increased and enhanced in verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. You know, I think a lot of people don't pray to God because they feel that they cannot come because of their shame. But I want to say to you this morning that don't let the enemy's tactic, that's Satan's tactic to shame you into going into yourself, building up walls around you and not letting anyone else in. That's Satan's tactic. That's not God's way. And so we've got to understand that God wants to, you don't have to be ashamed of the things that you've done because God understands where you are. 
He understands the frustration that you feel because you've fallen in such an ungodly way. And sometimes just because of the ways of our flesh, we fall. And so we need to understand that God understands where you are. He is yet without sin. Christ is yet without sin. Says, let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. Brothers and sisters, when you've done all that you can do, and sometimes your doing is not enough, your best effort comes up short. Out of all you try to do, you still find yourself on the other side of being right or being good. I want to let you know it's not about how good you are, but it's about how much you believe in what Christ did at Calvary to save you from your sin. And if you believe that today, you can have the mercy of God. And then, oh Lord, you can find grace to help in the time of need. Brothers and sisters, be encouraged that you have a high priest that understands you when you're weak, when you have fallen. You can find mercy through Jesus Christ, and you can come boldly into his presence with thanksgiving and all the grace. You remember when Paul was suffering with his thorn in the flesh? Prayed three times and God may move it. Some of you are just like Paul. You've been praying and praying, and it seems like nothing has happened. But I want to encourage you this morning from the Hilltop Broadcast that God, amen, will still be gracious to you, amen. Grace is unmerited favor. It means you, you don't do anything to earn it, but God gives it. And as Paul prayed for God to move, he said, my grace is sufficient. That means it's enough to help you make it in these times that you may be struggling in. Brothers and sisters, as we go to Easter, let us recognize what we have in Jesus. As our high priest, amen, he is, amen, capable of understanding where you've gone wrong and capable of offering you the mercy to pardon you and the grace to carry you on to a completed journey in him. We thank you now. God bless you. Till next time, stay on the hilltop. God bless.